Hello, and welcome to Homespun Stories and Poetry. Today we are taking a flight of fantasy into the world of elves and fairies. I like this quote by Albert Einstein. The gift of fantasy has meant more to me than my talent for absorbing positive knowledge. Unquote. I feel if someone like Albert Einstein is no stranger to fantasy, then perhaps we, too, can make that escape. I have loved stories of fairies and elves since I was a child. Each time I see a colorful toadstool, a bloom in the woods, I think of them. Here is another quote from Dr. Seuss. Fantasy is a necessary ingredient in living. It's a way of looking at life through the wrong end of a telescope. And that enables you to laugh at life's realities. Unquote. Our story is one of courtship taking place in another realm. Here, then, is Genty, written and spoken by Elsie. Genty had searched every single haunt in the kingdom for Haman. She would sit quietly in the gardens, sensing for his energy. It was as easy to find him outside, because his energy was so unique there. But here at home, there were many who were similar, and she needed to concentrate deeply. If he was close by, she knew immediately. And should he send a message, she received it at once, even if he was in another galaxy at the time. Such was their level of communication. She could send him a message now, and he would answer her, but she wanted their meeting to appear spontaneous. She didn't want to appear needy. How foolish she was acting. He was her friend and would welcome her call. Why was she being this way? It was because she loved him in that special way, and she wanted to know if he felt it too. That is, she wanted to know if he felt that way about her. She had a few suitors. They had lovely spirits and tried very hard to impress her, and they were always willing to help her with her assignments. But none of them affected her the way Haman did. Not one. Suddenly she felt flush, as if the temperature had risen by several degrees and she was overdressed. She forced herself to remain very still. Sweet Genty, said Haman, as he sat down on the bench beside her. You have been thinking about me. Genty flushed, and her face turned a fetching rose color. Darn, darn, she thought. He has picked up my mind's meanderings. How foolish of me to allow my thoughts to become so intense. But then, and she smiled inwardly at this thought, here he is. Fear not, Genty, he was saying as he noticed her discomfort. I cannot read those lovely thoughts of yours. I only know they are of me. He moved a little closer to her until their thighs were touching. She felt a surge of excitement and tried to control her agitated emotions. Thank you for coming to me, she almost whispered in reply. I was indeed looking for you. At this he took her tiny hand and held it with a gentle grip just strong enough to prevent her from pulling away easily. "'What can I do for you, little one?' he asked quietly, matching her apparent demeanour. 
He must know, she thought anxiously. He does know. She couldn't bring herself to speak for several seconds. And then she said, It's been a difficult day, and I am in need of a little support. I was wandering about and thought I might run into you. I'm so happy we found each other, he responded. It's always a pleasure to be with you, he continued, giving her hand a gentle squeeze. Genty shivered with delight in spite of herself. Thank you, Haman, she responded. Would you like to go for a walk, he asked. We can talk about anything you choose, or not at all, if that pleases you more. Oh, thank goodness, Genty thought. I will handle this much better when I am moving, surely. Let's, she answered aloud. Haman continued to hold her hand as he pulled her gently to her feet. He tucked her arm behind his, and they began to walk down the path as if to a dance. Genty felt another rush of sweet anticipation and allowed herself to be led. <laughs>